0: Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a comic book story about shitty current events and how we can't lose hope. Today, on the Politipod Podcast. Three, two, one... quick disclaimer before this episode of the Politipop podcast, it was recorded uh, not in an official studio, as I would like you to believe, because I cannot afford one, but in an actual home with actual home things going on. So if you do hear noises in the background or uh, in the nearby kitchen, I do apologize for that in advance, but hopefully it won't take away from the content of the episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Politipop Podcast, the podcast where we take your favorite pop culture media and discuss the social and political themes within. I'm your host, Mike Butch, and I'm sitting here today with my co-host, Tom. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How have you been, man? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. This this is great. Awesome. It's great to have you, and uh, the big reason I wanted to have you is because today we are discussing Action Comics, The Oz Effect, Mm -hmm. uh, which covers issues... 987 of Action Comics to issue 991, uh, and since you are the biggest Superman fan that I know, oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I decided to, and this is coming from a guy that actually has a Superman tattoo on his body. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I I figured who better to have on this podcast than you. Wow, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for the compliment. I uh, see, exactly. Wow. Such a big fan that being called a Superman fan is a huge compliment. Yeah. Uh, so, let me just get your background into the character. Uh, why do you like him? You know, because he's just
1: just everything about. He, he represents everything good. You know, he's the guy you can always turn to and say, what would he do? Oh, this is what he'd do. There's nothing. Um, you know, you got your characters that have their flaws, or you have characters that you you feel for, and Superman is like is like the big father figure that always does right, and he never has to change his morals or anything about him, as you know, as long as he knows it's right. And, you know what I mean? Now, do you think that that makes him boring? A lot of people do. No. No, I don't think that makes him boring at all. I mean, I th- I think when when people say Superman is boring, there are valid arguments to make. I will say, <laughs> I mean, because you know, yeah, he's all he's powerful, he's this, he's that, but I don't see anything wrong with a guy who who's just a do gooder. I I don't see first of all, I don't see anything wrong with that, and there's so much more to him than just this super powerful guy. I think people see the powers and not so much of who he is, but just the whole immigration side of him or the guy he's, he's all alone. He's an outcast. But despite that ingrains himself into humanity and becomes one of us, he could easily take over and be this, this scary leader and destroy everything. But he doesn't. He's, he's, he was raised by, by, by us. You know, he's a product of, Two wonderful people from Kansas, and it just goes to show you how great humanity can be—that
0: these two re- regular people can bring up such a powerful being to be a good guy. Well, yeah, I, I think that's huge. It speaks a lot to his character, especially yeah. when you have—I uh, think we have enough anti-heroes. Uh, yeah, especially now. <laughs> yeah, now, um, like you know, you—you've always had uh, well, not always, but you have your Spawn, you have your Deadpool, you have your Wolverine, who you know he. he a lot of people consider him a hero, but he's also the guy that's like not afraid to go berserker on you and kill you, right. and and also like I'm a huge Batman fan. He's my favorite superhero, but yes. he is incredibly flawed, and I'll be the first person to admit that. Like he has a lot of psychosi- uh, psychosis, psychosis uh, issues that he can't get over, um, and and I think that that Superman being that that rock for us that rock of morality yeah. is really what, what makes him such a great character and because uh he doesn't break when he could like batman has this has this constant issue where he wants to stop all the crime in the world superman knows about all the crime in the world he can hear all the crime in the world and has to make a conscious effort to say you know what it's not my job to to tell these people what to do it's my job to inspire them to do better. Right. And I think that that's really what, yeah. what makes him so awesome because, you know, that, that would weigh heavily on a person if you can't save everyone, yeah. or, or you you could save everyone and then choose not to. Well,
1: well that's why I like how most most writers, when they handle, they handle the character, the one thing that they never do is have Superman get involved in politics. Like, you never, you know, if there's ever a war going on. Well, with the exception to... World War II and the propaganda era. Well, yes, that's true. With the exception of that, because... Well, you can make arguments because, you know, that's... It's kind of a war that... If, if Superman were real, that would be a war he'd probably step in yeah, for. Yeah, I could see it's that. It's very black and white, I you know. I think he well, probably
0: would have stepped in sooner than we did.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but I've always loved how they, how they never involved him with it in, in politics. Like, he never goes overseas and fights wars, you know. Unless... Unless if it's in alter, like, alternate timelines, you know, like, like yeah. Dark Knight Returns and all that.
0: but Yeah, or, or uh, Red Sun when he was raised by the communists. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in, like, the main continuity, they've always made it a
1: point. And I hope they stay that
0: way. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, in J. Michael uh Earth One Superman, he did try to go overseas. And he saw that that might not be his place, you know, no. because he tried to do it. And he was like, ah... You know, maybe not. Well, because he knows that people
1: should solve that problem. It's a, it's a, it's a social thing. It's not a,
0: you know, exactly. It's, it's not just up to him to. Uh, He's not know. God. Yeah, that's that's really it, and I think that that is uh, one of the big complaints with somebody like like Lex Luthor. He doesn't like Superman for a number of reasons: insecurities, fears. But he, one of his reasons, he always says, is because like, oh, you could do all this stuff. You can do these amazing things, and you choose. You choose not to yeah you know but like i don't think that's something that lex necessarily understands so when you say like he doesn't get involved in politics except for world war Two and stuff like that do you uh do you think that that's a political thing or you do, you do you think it's just like kind of the time in which he's created in or the time in which he's being written he's made to uh to battle the the anxieties of that era
1: well i think a lot of it has to do with the writer, absolutely. Because anybody, any artist can have any imagination of the character and do whatever they want because that's, you know... At the end of the day, these characters are fictional. They can do whatever they want. That's very true. You know, um I think with, with the exception of World War II, it's that ideal of, yeah, Superman could obviously change whatever he wants with just brute force alone. Mm-hmm. But because he is who he is, A... Why should he? And B, he wouldn't want to, mm-hmm. unless, of course, you know, he was. It was brought up by some other circumstances,
0: like Red Sun. When we talk about action comics, uh, the Oz effect, uh, it was this uh, this this arc, which was I, I think it was very uh, social, uh, socially aware yes. uh, on purpose. Uh in which we have uh, a Superman who is trying to combat all the all the worst parts of uh of human nature. Yeah Not... and, it, and it all goes down fast and all at the same time. That's the biggest problem, is that every bad thing that could happen does happen and it all yeah. happens at once. Uh now you you've seen a lot of iterations of Superman at this point. You've uh you know you've probably seen the George Reeves Superman, you've Absolutely. seen Christopher Reeves Superman. Uh, you've seen uh, Dean kane's Superman. Uh, but more recently, we've seen Henry Cavill's Superman. Uh, what were your thoughts on Cavill in uh, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and then finally, in the Justice League?
1: It's interesting. When Man of Steel came out, I guess I was so like struck by the idea of seeing Superman live action and doing crazy, amazing stuff. So... I guess I was maybe shallow or, or whatever at that point because I remember first seeing it and loving it. Same. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then as soon as that whatever it was wore off and by the way it's not uh, I never pronounce it right. Cavill? 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 Hen- Cavill?
0: Henry. Henry. Yeah, Henry.
1: Cavill. Hen- it's got nothing to do with him. I just think that it was a huge mistake having this pretty much this this character that let's 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 admit something here superman was created for for kids yes so, even for the beginning i mean yeah he's had dark stories but by the bare bones of it it's the superpowered guy who can who flies with a cape and pants yes. yes the idea of making that putting that in a realistic world i think was mistake number 1 interesting okay i i you know and, t- and after that it's 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 all of the, like this this horrible destruction and that this, was so rough this destruction <laughs> and that not just the destruction but the anger like I remember when you first saw Superman attack I remember he was right he was in Smallville right he was in Camp, uh, he was in Smallville on the Kent Farm and there's Zod and his minions threatening Martha yes and instead of Superman you know flying down and getting his mom out of there and putting her somewhere and then taking care of it the guy swoops down smacks into zod <laughs> crushes a whole like factory brings
0: him to a cornfield punching
1: him in the face it, punching him at, like <laughs> almost like all but screaming profanities at him <laughs> like 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 he's like you dare threat my mother he could have like just thrown like a, you know the f-word at you 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 know <laughs> like that would have made that whole thing even more, like, like crazier but the but yeah so he does that he crashes into a, a gas station half the block blows up yeah he was and yeah. I'm like dude what are you doing like his, his situational awareness was a little off there. it's but it's Superman like that this is the guy who avoid
0: tries to avoid that from hap who tries to stop that from happening it is the same that you know what a, yeah. it was it 20 years ago that he was Zod the people the people yeah literally yeah. You compare that scene in Superman 2 to the C- to the Zod
1: scene in-, in Man of Steel, where it's like... It's literally Superman flying around, doing rescue after rescue after rescue. By the way, it's a brilliant scene. I love I love Superman 2. And yes. I love that scene. And then you look at Man of Steel, and it's literally Superman throwing Zod through crap, while half the city is already destroyed. Yeah. You know, and... oh, uh, I-, I just don't know what they were thinking doing that. I mean that really bugged me about that whole thing was not just... I mean, the destruction we can go all day about it, but it's the fact that right after he was fighting that big, you know, ray gun thing. The world or, engine, The yes. world engine with the Brainiac uh, logo that you saw. The, yes. Yeah. While he's just doing that, on the other side of the planet, other stuff's happening. The ship blows up or whatever. Pretty much... The whole, the whole city is turned to ash. Violent... And with violent... You know, cars up and yeah. people getting slammed to the ground. You know, you know for the kids. Yeah, yeah. The kids love that stuff. Oh yeah,
0: don't they? Um, the Perry White and uh, Lombard in their last moments with uh, with Jenny Olsen. Just yeah, with with that not, with like
1: blatant nine eleven imagery. imagery. Yeah. It's oh like oh man, and so that happens. Superman comes back only to save Lois in the nick of time. It's too bad he couldn't get to everybody else. But oh, Lois, very he gets, true. He gets Lois. <laughs> you know coincidentally and not only does he he is, is he slowly bringing her down in the middle of friggin ground zero makes out with her on top of all these dead bodies and ash and I'm like oh, it's a little
0: I, I didn't oh, think about it that like, way oh yeah. no it's a little dark it's
1: very like oh man
0: it's macabre as uh, Ezra Miller puts it in Justice yeah. League
1: surprisingly though the whole like neck snap thing don't get me wrong i definitely prefer that not have happened yeah um and just done either the fortress of solitude or hell, hell even if you just covered his eyes and just let the heat vision yeah. self-destruct him that huh. would have been something
0: you know, anything like if he accidentally did it like, yeah he was like oh my god accidentally because there spirit. there would have
1: been sto- there would have been story to tell there where Superman realizes he you know he doesn't know his own strength realizes what yeah, he, he's capable. And he of.
0: just turned his back on his Kryptonian heritage without meaning to. Yeah, well, a uh, whole we'll, we'll get to that. That's a whole other. We'll thing. get to that. That's a whole other. But, thing.
1: but
0: when he when he when he kills Zod or whatever,
1: there was plenty of there was something there to say. Superman failed. He did what he needed to do, and you could have left some kind of line of dialogue afterwards to show that it's only going to make him grow to be a better hero. Okay, but instead. After that happens, it's never addressed again. Yeah, it sh- it cuts right to him and Martha talking about, you know, oh he knew Clark, and oh that's yeah, right. And we're, we're, yeah, what were you what were you saying before? And well, I completely stepped on you. Oh, turning his back on his Kryptonian. Turning his heritage. back on Kryptonian... That's another thing. That whole ship with his with pretty much his his bloodline is completely gone. None of that stuff that if handled by anybody else could have been <laughs> pr- a pretty heavy thing to tackle and interesting is completely ignored.
0: There were there were there were infinite fetuses ready to be programmed and born in that ship.
1: Yeah, and what
0: <laughs> And you know what? If someone
1: I mean like let's say hypothetically if I was working in Hollywood, I hypothetically. Mean, hypothetically, you know, doing a Superman movie or whatever, he could have just took t- taken that ship, put it aside somewhere, fight Zod, you know, handle it and put that ship on some other kind of planet. And that would open up like new Krypton, or you know, some, yeah. something that they could do. You know, it opens up uh, opens up a story that could be tackled later on. That would be great. Instead, they just they just cut it off. It's done.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, uh, overall, I actually loved Man of Steel, and I defended it to the death for a lot of like a long time. However, every time I watch the film, just plot wise, I start like getting a little more irritated. So I'm not sure if I'll ever watch it again. Uh, my whole excuse for that stuff was. This is Superman year one. You know, it's not called Superman. It's called the Man of Steel. He's right. a 30 some odd hobo that just found out why he was put on this earth. And even then, I mean, he wasn't really told, like, hey, you got to save all these people. He was just like, I don't know. Um, but uh, I, I, I gave that one a pass. However, in Batman v Superman, that I don't give a pass to because he is definitely not Superman.
1: It's like, Mo- it's beyond mopey and.
0: If you actually watch yeah. it... I've, I've watched that film with my friend. We like to dub over movies by putting them on mute. And if you re-watch it, Superman looks so psychotic because he shows up out of nowhere whenever Lois is like there. It seems like he's stalking her, and she can't get out of this relationship. Right. And he never smiles. And it's like a really frightening film. The, <laughs> yeah, the only time
1: he does smile, and it's really the only genuinely like well-done scene, is when he's... Is when he's at his apartment with Lois. I mean, I think it was a bit much that she was taking a bath. I think that was a bit. Yeah, bad. I think that was a bit much. But at least kids love that stuff. Oh yeah, you know, for the, like I said, for the kids, <laughs> it's... you know. Um, <laughs> but like, but that's like the only scene where Superman has humanity. Before that, like you're right when you when you first met when you first meet Superman and and Batman be Superman, he basically Goldberg spears a guy through. Ten walls. That guy did not survive. That guy's dead. There's no way he survived. And there's even that line later. He's like, "But Lois, I didn't kill kill anybody, really. How about
0: that terrorist guy? That's oh, he's done. <laughs> he's like, he may he may be paralyzed from the eyebrows down, but yeah. I did not kill. But he, but he didn't die, you know. Uh, this is kind of a shameless plug. If you want to listen, I actually have three episodes on Batman v Superman, and it's, all right, I gotta check them yeah, out. Yeah, uh, the in which I I basically say the the most. Uh, painless way to watch that film is to watch it as an allegory for the war on terror and then other than that it's not great but then that brings us into the justice league where spoilers for justice league superman comes back oh really and it it seems it, it seems like he's superman that is the... <laughs> it's
1: weird, because after Superman comes back to life, he gets a sense of humor. Yep. You know, he smiles, and he suddenly just loves every... You know, he he loves life. Dying was the best thing that could have happened. Literally, <laughs> in this Superman universe, that was the... Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, that's probably... That reason alone is probably the reason why I actually enjoyed Justice League. Mm. I'm not going to go and say it was a good movie, because there's a lot of... Yeah. <laughs> but... They did. I will say they did get Superman right, and I
0: think we have Weeden to thank for that. But I was I was also glad to to see that like yeah, he's Superman now. He stops the fight to save people.
1: Yeah, yeah. and it's that that and that there's that moment where he's that very silver age
0: moment of him carrying the building exactly i thought that i I laughed and that's i know it was was, cheesy but i loved it i couldn't help but love it well that was so great because you know the flash saved three people or four people yeah and then he looks over and it's got an entire building full of people he's like oh okay a very fun cute moment that they that they threw into that they threw in i liked it that kind of reminded me of uh in civil war when uh and they're like, oh, is this what S.H.I.E.L.D. is? And Captain America's like, this is what S.H.I.E.L.D. is supposed to be. Right. Like, oh, is that Superman? That's what Superman's supposed, supposed to be. Supposed to be, yes. <laughs> so we've discussed this journey into a more human, but a, a, a much darker Superman. And how that's uh, how that's kind of changed him. But what we're talking about today with the Oz Effect is about a Superman who's gone back to his roots. Yes. Uh, with Action Comics. Uh the, the Oz Effect arc yeah. uh, overall in a nutshell uh, what did you think of the arc
1: I really liked it
0: yeah um, I thought it was very very heavy but in a
1: good way um, well really I think every, all the Rebirth Superman stuff that, that Juergens and Tomasi have done have been a lot of fun Tomasi is more of like the the outlandish fun crazy Superman stuff with his, with the Lois and, and his son yes and, where Juergens is a little more takes takes a little more serious tones, but without having to change Superman at all, um, and I've been really really liking it. And this arc, um, I thought, well, it makes a very good warm up to the upcoming um, Doomsday uh, Clock. Yeah, Doomsday Clock. I was gonna say the Watchmen crossover, but that you know, eh, same thing. Doomsday. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. Um, if you're a longtime Superman reader, this is like an essential read. This, is, this isn't something I would recommend to someone who I would want to introduce the character to. Yeah. Um, but this is definitely something like, okay, did you like such and such and such? A, okay, read this, because it's very... It's very much Superman tackling issues of hatred of today.
0: Yes. And, uh, and that's why, like I said, he doesn't really fight humanity, but he fights the worst parts of human nature. Yeah. Uh, overall, the arc... I I uh I wasn't it wasn't like the best thing I've ever read right I liked uh, you know like all the stuff involved uh, spoilers for action comics the Oz effect uh, and also disclaimer there's gonna be some page flipping going on because I actually have the books here with us yeah
1: I didn't even get into the big like spoiler in it you know
0: yeah uh so the big you know the big spoiler here is that uh his uh, his dad comes back and uh, did you get from this that his dad was um Mr Oz um. Well, the actual reveal, I did not see coming. Okay, yeah,
1: I but definitely didn't see that. To, here's the thing, though: I actually got it spoiled by a friend. Oh, okay. You see, I don't mind spoilers. You know, it, the story's the story. I'll watch it eventually, anyway. Um, but my friend, he knows I've been reading Superman, the, the latest Superman stuff, and he, he's got a very tight grasp on the comic industry. In fact, he's actually a part of it. Ryan Fassett, my best friend. He, oh, cool. Yeah, he's yeah, he's great. Just he a lot of good stuff. Um, but he told me, look, there's a big, big, big reveal in the upcoming Superman comic. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> and I wanted to, like, and a, and a part of me wanted to, part of me was afraid that it was going to be something, like, something that I would hate. Okay. So that's why, that's actually why I don't mind spoilers, because if it's something I hate, then I'll be like, okay, well, I'm glad I knew ahead of time so I can prepare myself for it. Yeah. But he told me, yeah, man, Jor-El is Oz. Okay. And it blew my mind and i actually thought it was amazing i thought that was like that was a twist i would have never saw and when i saw it unravel in the comic i was like wow this this turns the whole superman mythos upside down but without having to change superman that's true it just changes a detail in his pet in his lineage, in his family Yeah. But it doesn't change... It's still Superman. You know he's not going to turn bad. But I thought it
0: was a really cool twist. And that's what really got me into it. Krypton's still gone. Just happens to be that his dad's, you know, not. Uh, I actually... Well, he actually says at the beginning that, you know, my followers call me Mr. Oz. I I didn't notice that part. I thought that, like... The big thing for me was that, A, it really was his father. Because I thought it could have been, you know, Clone or whatever the hell. It's comic books. Uh, But I... I thought that um, Mr. Oz, that he was also a follower of Mr. Oz, because um, it looked like he was saved by Dr. Manhattan. I, they make it pretty, you know, and, and he... And if not obvious that he was. Yeah, and uh. so Dr. Manhattan's real name, his last name is Osterman. So I thought that he was the real Mr. Oz, but I guess like yeah. Jorel took on the name Oz as a homage. And I'm glad they did that because I think if
1: it was uh,
0: Ozymandias, oh, it, would have been, right. it
1: would have been too obvious every yeah. everybody would would have saw that coming but the fact that it was Jorel which i can't imagine anyone seeing that coming yeah i thought was really neat um and i think it made and i was actually hoping it wasn't going to be a clone or a yeah. a projection i'm glad it was just jorel as jorel because there's so much story to be told and they have in this arc about him sending sending, Kal- sending kalel to earth to save everyone and be a beacon of hope and humanity just sucks. Yes. And you don't I don't blame Jarrell for feeling the way he does. It's bad and it's evil and it's horrible, but you understand it's kind of like Magneto, you know. He's a yeah. par, he's a horrible villain, a bad guy, but you get him. Yeah,
0: you see exactly what he's And coming you
1: get for. Jorel and and why he feels the way he does in this.
0: Well, uh, I mean the, the big difference that I find is uh Superman and his cousin both came here as children. yeah okay Superman as an infant, his cousin is at like what, 12, 13 years old. Uh, but Jarrell came here as an adult and he saw the worst parts of humanity as an adult, uh, which um, you know I guess I guess we you know we can get into it. Uh, the whole idea of Mr. Oz, the whole idea of the Oz effect, is that this one individual is bringing out the worst in humanity. It's give, He's giving humanity a chance at, at every turn to do the right thing or the wrong thing. Right. And they all choose to do the wrong thing every time. And it's kind of his way of proving to Superman, hey, you know, you've know, you been here for how long? You've been trying to inspire hope in them, and they still keep failing.
1: Right.
0: Um, so what... What did you think of of just that idea? Because some of these moments do get rather obvious, and I'm not sure if they're obviously like political. I think people use political as an umbrella term to describe anything yeah. that's like sensitive in some way, shape, or form. But like, oh, you know, uh, do I believe that this human being is still a human being? Oh, that's political. No, it's just like, you know, that's a socialist right sort of stuff. Well, so it, it
1: it becomes political for people.
0: When policy is passed regarding certain, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, well, I think a lot of it. Well, I, I'm sure we're 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 going to be referring to the the immigration, yeah, part of the. That's comic definitely where, one part of it. Where That's... If, if 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 you haven't read it, there's a moment where there's this one gentleman. He lost his job because of because the, the work labor workers are taking it, and they're they undocumented immigrants. Yes. So he takes his frustration out on them and tries to kill them. Of course, you know, Superman swoops in and says. You know, it sa- saves the day. Yes. Um, a, which could be very well said as an obvious, you know, overtone to, you know, we're going to
0: build a wall. Yes. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, it's fine. The first two episodes yeah. about this uh, of this podcast, and I think like several others, like always bring up Trump's name at some point or another because, like, right. you know, he's embedded in everything. Yeah. But, you but here's the thing, though. And Juergens, did you see his tweet
1: after the, I don't want to call it backlash, because it's by a very small minority of, of
0: wackos. Yeah, I didn't right. even know the backlash existed. So It yeah, wasn't, it
1: was, it's not so much backlash, but of course it's, it's people going to Twitter, seeing that, and and cutting right to the chase of saying, this is political, this is anti-Trump, this is anti-this, keep this out of my <laughs> Superman comics. And Juergens just sat, sat back and go, well, if you're getting angry about Superman saving innocent people... It kind of proves the point of the story, yeah. That's kind of on you, right? Yeah, and, and and it absolutely is, and it doesn't have to be that
0: way. That that scene where uh, the the undocumented workers are being shot at by this guy, that was something I read about, and that's actually why I picked up the book. Uh, I yeah. read an article about it, and I was like, and it it said Superman fights white supremacists in his new comic book, and I was like, what? I'm getting it. Which actually isn't what happened. It was a man who was down on his luck because he lost his job. He lost his way to feed his family, and he took it out on the wrong people instead of taking it out on well, not like he should have showed up with a semi-automatic machine gun anyway. But like you know, he was angry at them instead of being angry at the person that laid him off. Right Um, now, but I do
1: think uh, DC, if you know, if you got if somebody out there's listening, there's you got to make a story about Superman full on going against the white supremacy, pull no punches. Look, there's right and wrong. Stop, you know, pull the trigger on it. All <laughs> Nazis are wrong. That's yeah, <laughs> you gotta pull the trigger on it. Well, they did it back back in the 50s with the KKK and the radio show. Oh, yes. Okay. You know, they did it back then. They gotta pull the
0: trigger on it now. Yeah. I. That's you awesome. Know, come you on. Know. Come on. Especially, like, if they were the ones to be like, oh, you know, like, what if they worshipped him? And they were like, oh, you're the Ubermensch, you know, you're you're the Superman, and, you know, we worship, you're the perfect man. And he'll be like, no. No. You know, right. like don't don't use me for for your hate. So, uh, so yeah. In the first issue, we have these moments uh, in which these people are being given choices. We have the man who is just laid off from his job. We have um, a captain of a of a of a of a sea vessel that's carrying a bunch of oil, and someone's uh, offering him a drink, uh, right. an alcoholic beverage. We have uh, these people that are making children work in a sweatshop. We have. Uh, somebody overseas like doing the doctors without borders thing and uh these rebel gorillas are showing up to take you know to take the the medicine away and then we have someone who's uh who's uh who's like t- uh, telling this kid to shoot a, a wild rhino you know like animal poaching so we have all these moments that are being set up disclaimer again there will be page 10. now
1: now granted it is very easy to to compare this to
0: trump policies well <laughs> yeah like, it's very easy it's, it's everything that's happening right now right so we have we have misplaced which i which
1: i don't doubt jurgens did that on purpose yeah of course i don't doubt that uh
0: i mean we have misplaced uh patriotism and nationalism because i don't think it's bad to be a patriot but like you know you you have to it go it can go too far yeah very it, easily. exactly you know um so uh so let me see i'm gonna try and get to this moment where everything goes wrong at once Superman sees it all happening from the Daily Planet, and he he boom zooms out of there, and uh, and so he blocks the bullets that this guy is shooting, and this guy's wearing an American flag bandana. short. yeah, the irony. Uh, yeah, uh, and so he shows the American symbol shows up, uh, Superman, and blocks all these bullets. And, uh, and the guy says that these people stole from him and they ruined him. And he said, the only person responsible for the blackness smothering your soul is you, because I guess he's super poetic in the moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I I thought that that was very obvious and I thought, I thought it was a good moment because, because, you know, bad things happen. And I'm not saying that, that if you get laid off from your job, you're the one responsible but I think you might be misplacing your, you know, your your anger, at absolutely, the wrong people. And yeah. like you said, it is very reminiscent of the of the of the Trump administration and just kind of. And it's it's also the, the the anger behind the, uh, you know that that side,
1: his supporters. You know, it's it's that anger against these these people who really just you know, want
0: to make a living. Yeah, who are you know just trying to come here and and survive. And, and there's just such just such hate, you know. Yeah. um because you know it's a lot of times it's easy so then we also had this oil situation right an oil uh spill happens from the ship and uh and like you know all these animals are are, are dead and everything and uh, and obviously I think that's reminiscent of the of the lack of caring about the environment that's happening right now uh you know people saying that climate change is a myth and obviously like you have all the pipelines and everything too what yeah. did you get from it um. Yeah. just just pretty much what you said. You know, you know the you
1: know the environmental it it you know wrongs that are being done. You know the how how little of of care we, we put towards it and
0: and how we really should take care of ourselves and our and our world. He gets involved in like some sort of civil war that's happening, uh, which that, that they get to that in the later issues. He sees that this animal is being poached. That this this poor rhino was shot just so they could tear off its horn, and that was uh, and that was it. And that you know all these all these sick children are, they really go over the top here with like this civil war and uh, yeah it's it's yeah and uh, you know you have basically like these rebels who are also who are in the wrong and you have the aristocratic class that are also in the wrong
1: yeah
0: yeah like I said before it's a very it's
1: a very heavy story a lot of stuff goes down like a lot you know. Yeah. And and but, that's just issue 1. Yeah. But but it's fine for for it because like I said before, it's not this isn't Superman stooping to the level of being dark and and harsh to everybody. It's still Superman. And a lot of Jurgens' past work is very much that, which is why I always liked him. I mean, everybody whenever um whenever you th- whenever you, you think of his name, the first thing that most people say is, you know, Death and Return of Superman. Yes. Which you know, with me it's like very take it or leave it, but there's so much work of his where it puts Superman in these dark situations and it's still Superman. And I'd always love like the uh, Cat Grant's son's death with Toy Man, if you recall, in the early nineties. I do I do recall it. Yeah. I didn't read it uh yeah, I was a kid, but I remember like knowing the, about it. Little stuff like that that he would do, which I really like, this is like scary stuff, but yeah. it's Superman being Superman. You know.
0: Well, I think the thing is, you know, all these horrible things happen around Superman, but it doesn't change who Superman is. Right,
1: and well we'll get to
0: the we'll get to the, the final panel because that that one panel says it all. Now we have this moment in issue two where he's uh you know, he confronts Jor-El and says, You're not my daddy? and he goes, Yes I am, you know, somehow I survived blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, but the more important part is what Jor-El experiences when apparently he survives the explosion of Krypton and makes his way to Earth. Uh, I've been doing a lot of talking. Do you kind of want to go into that, like what happens when Jor-El gets to Earth? That's right. He goes back, and it's the third. It's the. It's this military,
1: you know, taking food from, the lower class, or that they're civilians,
0: and. But yet, these people are still helping jor They're giving him what, whatever food they can. Right, they're still helping him while the military is taking it away from
1: them. Stuff goes down, and pretty much the kid, just, you know, has to choose. The kid, the the son of the family that jor staying with, they're caught in a situation where he has to choose between. Look, if you kill all the people guilty of this, you get to come with us and you know eat all the food you want and do all this or whatever or you're going to die with the rest of them. Uh, am I, yeah, correct me if I'm
0: wrong. Yeah, I think that's about it. That's so, the gist of it.
1: So he's as he's contemplating it the this um warlord warlord pretty much puts puts his finger over the kid's finger on the trigger and allows assists him in killing his family. Um so that happens, it's
0: horrible. Jarrell is 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 pissed. I think he finds out what Cretonians can do on Earth now.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so after that happens, Jarell heat visions and kills all of the all the all the soldiers, looks up at the kid and goes, Why? And the kid starts opening fire on Jorel and before Jarell can do anything, boom, whatever sentient being well it's it's Nat do- yeah, Doctor Manat, most it's, likely it's very most likely Dr. Manhattan yeah. <laughs> and if it's not you know I have no idea but yeah he gets boomed, zapped and he gets sent back to whatever astral plane he was yeah. keeping him at where he's he's being forced to watch all of the horrible horrible things that our planet is that you see a panel of the Crusades the crucifixion of... Uh, oh, wait. Nope. Sorry. Oh, no. You do see that. The crucif... Yeah.
0: Wait. Is it the crucifixion of Christ or just crucifixion? No, it's crucifixion? not. No, it's it's just
1: crucifixions. Okay, okay. But, you know... Smart choice. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Yeah, I'm wrong. But you do see the burning crosses of the Ku Klux Klan. You see the Third Reich in World War Two. Um... I said the Crusades, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> um, good because uh, you're a lot better than I am. I yeah. studied Amer- uh, like history and I I didn't even notice that was the Crusades. I was yeah. just like, yep, he saw Nazis and he figured, what's the point? Well, really, if you <laughs> open a panel, you see the Nazis. The the message is, is pretty much yeah. You know, they could have
1: put um, they could have put Elmo or 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 like Dora <laughs> the Explorer on the other panels and that you know, your point. You show the Nazis your points across. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And um, uh,
0: and like, well, just relating that to real life. I mean, it seems like the swastika was a thing of the past, and now we've seen this resurgence. It's pretty scary. Yeah, in um, Charlottesville, and then I think I, I don't even think like that's the scary part because we've known that white supremacists exist. Yeah, I mean, but they they were never given a mouthpiece, and now that and now when they until do, now yeah, and now that they when they do come out. They're defended and hailed as, you know, logical, nice people, uh, by our own
1: president.
0: Yes. Like,
1: what's going on here?
0: Uh, that's <laughs> you know, so that's the,
1: that's or, the weird part. Or that other thing where it's, where someone called them out saying, uh, you know, the he's like, oh yeah, you know, I have all these people that love me and that they follow me and there's this. Hey, you do know that the the Ku Klux Klan are uh, are very much behind you, right? Oh, I don't know anything about them. It's the Ku Klux yeah. Klan. What more do you need to know? <laughs> it's, it's... Oh, man. Well, anyway, back to Superman.
0: Yes. <laughs> which kind of goes into what we were talking about before, right? What if there was a Superman story in which they hailed him as the perfect human? Uh, no, not human. Duh, but the yeah. perfect uh, being, an idol, and he denounced them. Right? right. And that's really all it takes. Yeah. A lot of people have been up at arms with Taylor Swift about that because, like, she's held as this Aryan icon, and she hasn't come out to say... One way or the other, like, hey guys, uh, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you I know? actually I actually didn't didn't know about that until, until I listened to it. I listen to podcasts, that's that's, what, that's where I get like all my information. Did, really, from. is
1: that is that that's a really like yeah, that's it's
0: a, a thing. Apparently, Taylor Swift is an Aryan icon, and like you know they call her this Aryan goddess, but she hasn't said one mm-hmm. way or the other. Well, that's that's an obvious like that's definitely
1: a PR team saying like, hey, you know you don't want to lose. Yeah, you know, it's 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 bullshit. Yeah, you know. Now, Not uh, that
0: I'm defending it or anything, but, Yeah, you know, it's it's well I mean if you know where it's coming from, it doesn't mean you have to believe you know, agree with them, but right. that's where it comes from. You know, you got a career to uphold and whatever. Uh I don't I don't think they're buying a lot of Taylor Swift stuff, especially as that's she starts... That's the thing. Saying, I'm sure yeah. the people
1: who are saying it aren't paying dick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially as she starts like appropriating more and more black culture, like right. they're probably gonna be like, nah, we don't want that in our Taylor Swift music. I'm right. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> right. Well well it was the same
1: I'm going way off topic here, but it's the okay. same idiots that are all about boycotting Hamilton after Mike Pence yeah. saw a show. And they—it it's actually a very well-written um, uh, speech they wrote about. It. it was nothing really negative or nasty. It was more of like a hopeful thing. Well, yeah, they weren't even and mean saying, to him. They just said, like, we hope. Look, you. we hope you you do everything good for all Americans and not just this. It was, it was very well-written. But, of course... Just like Hamilton was. Oh, I love Hamilton. Oh, my God. <laughs> love Hamilton. Um... But all these people went up in arms. All these people went up in arms, and I'm like, "Were you guys really gonna pay to see that show in the first place?" No, definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. Oh, and oh, and that show that's that's sold out every night, and also sold out for the next what two years? Yeah, Yeah, they're really gonna lose. They're really gonna lose fans and money off 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 you boycotting (laughs) them. (laughs) It's it's just so absurd.
0: Uh, It is. Uh, And what what else is absurd is uh, what happens in the beginning of issue three. Cause that's my great way of doing a segue, I guess. Uh, issue three, we had this moment where uh, it's not focusing necessarily on Superman. We're at the Daily Planet. Yeah. Uh, the Daily Planet is where Clark Kent works. Uh, Lois Lane also works there. Who's the better reporter? Oh, between Lois and, and yeah. Clark. Yeah. Oh. oh, Lois, definitely Lois. Okay, oh. good. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, that's what I thought. I'll just make it sure. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. Well,
1: well, Clark only got into it a to have a you know a secret identity and b to you know be down with the people yeah lois is an actual like career right this is what i this is my shit yes that's true <laughs> lois
0: lane's amazing yeah. uh um so well in the books so <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> so we have this um so we had this moment in the beginning where this man uh comes into the daily planet with a gun and uh a bomb vest strapped to him And, uh, and what does he, uh, what does he say? He's, he gets into the Daily Planet. Fake news. Exactly. That's why he's there, the fake news. And, uh, I want to see exactly what he says. Oh, um. I'm actually surprised that more Trump people didn't get mad at this. Well, at this
1: point, they probably just, they had, they had their moment of, of aggression against the, the immigrants. Yeah. And that's, and they probably just stepped away.
0: Yeah, maybe. After the first one, they didn't want to bother with the rest of it. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Forget this. Lois says, "Uh, please, rather than resort to violence, tell me what your problems with the Daily Planet are and we'll fix them together. And he says, you can't take back your lies. The world must know that you print fake news in order to control us. Uh, So, and she she says, you know, if there's anything. Or, or, Or in other words, fake news meaning news that he doesn't want to hear. That's the point right and she said there's anything this paper and I stand for it's the truth and he just he just doesn't want to hear it and he goes that's a lie and you know it yeah. um, little does he know Lois and that Superman guy is yeah. secretly
1: working there exactly yeah. exactly yeah.
0: you know uh, but that's um so so let's just go into that into this whole uh, fake this whole war on fake news that uh, that we've been seeing in the you know in the media cycle is past like what over a year now year and a half two years yeah um, well
1: it was never the, the the term fake news has never been a thing up until you know you know who yes um cuz cuz we all, I mean everybody knows that the news does and it's not it's not a direct uh media group they all do th- they all have agendas yes they all do things to manipulate and carry a story
0: you know, every one of them. The ones on the left, the ones on the right. Absolutely, you know, and, you but know, to
1: say between, one know. thing is fake news and another thing isn't is yeah, just uh, because you like nah, it. Nah, nah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, uh, well, I'm I'm kind of glad I waited this long to record it because uh, recently we had that whole issue with the president where he was retweeting these anti-Muslim videos from this far-right extremist ex- extremist group over in the UK. Uh, How G- recent? Really? Yeah, it was like uh, it was like a week, maybe a week and a half ago. So what happened was wow. there was uh, yeah, so there's this far right extremist group in the UK and this. But
1: that's not the first time. I re- I recall him doing this, retweeting not good yeah. groups in
0: the. But anyway, yeah. Sorry, well, of go. course, yeah. So there's this one video with a man in Muslim garb. Uh, he has a small statue of the Virgin Mary and he just drops it and it shatters. That's the whole video. Mm-hmm. And there's another video where it says Muslim migrant beats up dutch kid on crutches and uh really it was just a dutch kid beating up another dutch kid who had crutches right like there was nothing else behind it right uh and then the other one was uh some islamic extremists pushing a dude like off of a uh off of a off of a rooftop and killing them when i believe the story behind it was that uh there was like a turf war going on it wasn't was it in Egypt? I want to say it was in Egypt. There was a turf right. war, and it was gang-related, and yeah, the man was killed, and those people were tried for it and sentenced to death. Right. So, the thing is, Trump retweeted this stuff with no context whatsoever. He right. didn't say, like, oh, we need to stop this, or look what happened. He just retweets these He just these retweets videos. it without saying anything. Yeah, just... and so, you know, you can see that through whatever <sighs> filter you want to see it through, but clearly they're anti-Muslim videos.
1: Yes. Um, it's it,
0: it would be a whole... T-
1: it's a whole different thing if you want to say, if you point, if you point out, these are extremists, these are criminals, because those acts of violence—that's what they are. Yes, you know, this is this is not good stuff, and it's and it's something that should be addressed. But you're right. It's, I mean, I, I, and, I and I feel really silly explaining this because <laughs> it's just common sense. Yes. Just because there's one video of a Muslim guy hurting somebody else, you can't say they're all like that. Oh yeah it's just you know it's comments as well
0: yeah um and there's plenty of videos of, of uh, not yeah. videos and instances yeah. of white Christians doing terrible things absolutely you know, and, 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 you know.
1: and and it's crazy because you know it, it, people can say what they want about um uh Bush Bush jr um but the one thing he's he's made a pretty valid stance on is we're attacking terrorists these aren't are, these aren't the Muslims on the whole. Yes, he's been very clear about that. Has he made, you know,
0: some questionable dis- choices. Questionable, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you know,
1: the wrong inf- fed wrong information, made hasty decisions, absolutely. But he's never been a, to my knowledge, never been a flat out racist or racially charged or anything like that.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, most presidents are very subtle about it. Yeah. Like, about their racism, except for like the first fifteen. You right. know, <laughs> who, who owned yeah. slaves? You know, but like, yeah. uh-huh. but a lot of us that have been like, pretty. I mean, Andrew uh, Jackson. Whatever point is, is that, like, you know, they never outright said, you know, no. we have to stop Muslims from entering the country. You know, no. I mean one thing is, I don't know, like, just well, like you well, said, but extremists. But, but are the at bad least
1: part. he never had. He, he just didn't say it because that gives the full blown, you know, vocal racists a mouthpiece. Yeah, you know. Um, Which Trump kind of does. Yes. Well, not kind of.
0: Exactly. Does, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, then we had this moment where, um, where the woman who was a part of that, who was the leader of that group, she was actually arrested okay. for hate crimes against Muslims. So there's the same person that Trump was retweeting blindly. Right. Um, now, th- that's not even the worst part of it. The worst part is uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, press secretary of the White House for now um they they asked her they said uh they said you know what do you have to say about these videos not being true or real and she says it doesn't matter if it's real the threat is real and that's where this whole idea of the fake news comes from that we had this man in the book who says like i don't want to believe what you're telling me so like how do you how do you speak to people that just don't they don't want to believe it they don't want to do their research
1: you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah. I wish there was a simple answer for that. Um, there isn't, and it's not a and it's not a problem that's it's not a recent problem either. This has been it's always with with all media. It's been like that. Yeah, you know, um, it's I, I guess you have to just you know, just continue with awareness, yeah. calling out the people that are that are making these these hasty remarks, you know, exploiting them and saying you know getting people against. You know these views and switching. Um, at least that's how it it happened for me because um. Mo for so everybody who who knows me who who's known me for a very long time. I actually I grew actually grew up throughout high school and early college as uh, a voting conservative.
0: Okay. Uh, I followed the Republican Party. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why I wanted to have you on here too because I've seen like. We were talking about it before we started recording, but you and I only met in person like once or twice. Yes, Um, but it was only like you know on Facebook. I saw that you had some more conservative views than I did, but you were like uh, smart, like like you. No, you explained them in a in a good way. That's actually
1: the first time any like like anyone. Like as said, I was
0: smart when it regarded politics, so I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you know, mm-hmm. like you like you've seen certain things I've shared and you've been like, actually it's not like this because of that and I would get mad and I'd be like, Oh wait, no, he actually has a point. And you're you you do not have to well, be Well it like, wasn't oh. to get you it wasn't to get you. Well no, it wasn't. No, yeah. But but that's the thing. That like, wasn't not my intention. It's a natural um, response when we're faced with an idea that's different that we we get like upset, you know? Right. And I and I like it doesn't, like, it doesn't take much for me to get upset, you know? I, I get quote-unquote triggered a lot, but, like, I'll take a step back and be like, oh, well, you know, does he, you know, does he have a point? And, like, in most cases with you, I was like, okay, he does. And you're not saying, like, oh, those Dems, those libtards, those snowflakes, like, you're I'm, just... actually, try- I'm actually trying to
1: remember what, when this was, because generally, we see eye-to-eye. Eye. Usually Obviously, with our conversation that we're having today, yeah, we really see eye-to-eye eye yeah, a lot of do. things, but I'm um, trying to pinpoint what it was. Well, whatever it was... Um, yeah, I grew up very conservative. And when I went to college, well, I also grew up in a very um, upscale um, t- uh, town, small town, um, lived on the water. Um, what town did you grow up in? I grew up in Port Jeff. Oh, okay, Port I, Jeff. Grew up, I grew up in Northport. Okay, so. yeah, Port Jeff. It's a very <laughs> ni- nice nice village. Yeah, I'm not going to take that away. Ni- nice village, good people, good things to do. I had a great childhood, a great yeah. upgrade. But. It's not the most diverse area. Yeah, of course. So, and then when I went to college, I met all these different people from the from New York City. Uh, I I had a friend who was from who was from Japan, and I you know all these different people. And, and out of all places, Five Towns on Long yes. Island. Out of all places, so <laughs> so I met all these different kinds of people, and it really just kind of, yeah. you know, not that I didn't know you know, black people or Asian people didn't exist. Yeah, but like. But it just opened my eyes to see so many other people's backgrounds and what they had to deal with. So it really made me, really made me open my eyes to all these different things. So I guess as time went on, I just I've just grown to becoming more more of a centrist. So just leaning a little more more liberal. Now. Well, after the latest election, I'm
0: like a little more left. Yeah. of course, of course, <laughs> you know. Or in your mind, I think it's just like logical right? Yeah, I mean, I do my best to to make logic of it. Yeah, like it only makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to get to like the whole fake news thing, and you know, I think everyone's guilty of it. They want to see what they want to see. There was this meme online that I saw that was uh, it showed a picture of George W. Bush, a picture of Bill Clinton, and a picture of Obama, all separately uh, visiting the troops, right? Yeah. And then there was a picture of Trump on the golf course. And it said, during Thanksgiving, they all visited the troops. Trump was golfing. What do you think about this? And I saw it, and I was like, let me check. So I went online. Did Trump golf on Thanksgiving? Uh, did he visit the troops on Thanksgiving? Yes and kind of. So yeah. he, he actually did serve... Uh, he served lunch to the National Guard in Florida. You know, right right next to Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Uh, so... You know, he didn't exactly go overseas to visit them, but but he you know he he did his part I think. Uh, but and he did he did golf he did a few. You but know, they they brought it to an extreme. Yeah, with it's, like which is wrong. Yeah, with Tiger Woods. And fun fact, I looked up the pictures, and it was a completely different picture than what the picture was in the meme. It was yeah, just... it's, it's, that's that's people
1: online really trying to get pu- the public against someone, which. It would be nicer if they used actual facts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I remember uh, this. As actually, we're actually going to talk about something, uh, something not about the president. I remember. Do you know this this that guy uh, this, uh, this YouTube prankster Joey Salads?
0: Um, I know plenty of he's, them. But... He's
1: he'll, he's a jerk off. Okay, so let's
0: let's say that right there. This guy
1: is a complete jerk off. Okay, um, and he's been actually been proven to making fake videos oh, supporting really? his conservative stances. Oh wow, you know, it, it's one of those like hidden camera like so like social experiment things. Well anyway, he did one video where he dressed in like Nazi garb and went to a Trump rally to see what reaction he would get out of people. And his point was that not all Trump supporters are Nazis. Which he's not wrong. Yes. Of course. I I mean they're yeah. Yeah, they're following a the guy who's on the border. But, yeah. But anyway, but but that was the whole point, and he's right. However, some meme came out exploiting him in the cost and the outfit, saying, "This is Joey Salad's a full blown Nazi," which isn't true. Yeah. You know, the guy deserves a lot of backlash, but that's one, something he doesn't deserve, and that's an example on the internet. You want to twist things around for people who are too lazy to open up an article and read it they'd rather just look at a picture and ma-
0: and have that make up their minds. Yeah. And I, I used to be that person that would just share something based on the headlines well, but yeah, like it was me too, I but can't never, afford to do that are. anymore. No. You know, no. like we nobody can afford to get their information from memes. Right. So yeah, so we have this so we had this fake news moment um, you know, this guy is uh, he's pointing a gun at Lois and, uh, she's so awesome. She gets in yeah. front of her son, who is bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's...
1: Oh, I actually forgot about that. I'm glad you brought that up. I completely forgot about that.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: well, yeah, this whole time... Uh, like, see, even though we're talking about... See, this came out... This comic came out, what, like a, a, mo- a couple months ago?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. So, yeah, so... Yeah, it, it had been a while. Like, yeah. you know, we've been... The last uh, issue of that arc has been out for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so... Uh, so you know, this guy doesn't want to hear it. He shoots uh, a dude in the chest. Um, he, you know, this bomb vest is ready to go off. And meanwhile, at this exact moment, uh, in another country, there's chemical weapons that are being used uh, by... I think this <laughs> is the upper class uh, or something. They, they weren't very specific. Using these chemical weapons right. against the rebels. So Superman goes to stop that, and that means that he can't stop whatever's happening in Metropolis. Uh, so jor makes it his point to show up and save lois punches this guy out of the window and he just explodes uh so yeah we had this this situation where superman's uh you know he's trying to stop this this civil war all the while jor
1: Jor-El is is taking is taking the superman's son saying oh you could be if we made our own world you don't have to hide your power you can do this they
0: show a nice panel of like the kind of sort of uh, legion of superheroes yes and uh i didn't really think about this until now but in a way i think he's trying to radicalize superman's own son yes you
1: know.
0: jonathan yes this whole, i feel bad now because this whole time i've been saying
1: superman's son so and, am i <laughs> and the character's actually grown to being his own guy it's it's a it's a great well it feels weird for me yeah. to
0: say jonathan kent because that's always because his it's because it's yeah.
1: I, th- yeah I think that's probably the reason why but yeah his name is jonathan
0: yeah. Now, what I find interesting is that Jor-El tries to—he takes two separate approaches to Clark and to Jonathan. With his son, he says, uh, "You know, we have to leave this planet. We'll take your son. We'll take your wife. Uh, human humanity is destined to fail." Yeah. But with uh, with his son, with, uh, with a Cla- uh, Jonathan, little Jonathan, with little John, he says. Uh, you can go to a place where you don't have to be afraid to be yourself well
1: it's kind of it's 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 no different than a you know like a somebody in your family or like a religious family who just has who has this little kid and is you know starting him young like you know we got to take you to church we gotta do this and god wants jesus wants this or so and so wants that you know that's kind of the approach he's taking well you, know, you have this naive little kid putting
0: all these ideas in his head you know well, that's actually an awesome analogy. I didn't think about it before, but like, if you want to talk about like a radical religious uh, extremist in any religion, as a kid, you get indoctrinated with these ideas of of hope and yeah, of hope, nice things, he- heaven and hell. And... Yeah, like you know, like oh, if you do the right thing, you know, Jesus loves you, God loves you, or Allah loves you, or Yahweh, you know, is the way of the universe, and you, you know, right. and you just do the right, you know. You, you have something good coming to you eventually. But uh, if you're talking about someone later on, it's uh, it's as an adult where he's trying to get Superman to do what he wants him to do. He's like, uh, it, it's kind of the idea of, like, you know, everyone else but us is wrong. Right. And, and we are the right ones, and we have to do the right thing. Right. I actually right. didn't even think about it until you mentioned it, but I think that that's a very good comparison. We find our way to issue four, the second-to-last issue when uh, we find out that what happened was there was the capital city that launched uh, chemical weapons against the rebels. And Superman kind of prevented that from being as bad as it could. But then the rebels launched chemical weapons back at the city. And uh, and so Superman's trying to prevent this and trying to like do his his spinny thing where he gathers up all the gas and brings it out into space. But in the meantime, he has this inner dialogue Yeah. Uh, that's happening. Um, you want to go over it real quick? Just like what, you oh. know... What, what are the other heroes doing because he can't oh yeah this be is actually this is actually
1: the cool he actually has a little aside here where he says um yeah yeah die yeah yeah it, he says it'd be it would be nice to have a little help but flash is handling a massive riot in Paris Diana and Arthur are dealing with a nu- with nuclear waste a oh, nuclear waste dump in the Pacific the lanterns have stopped have stopped more catastrophes today I can't talk. Okay. I can't even talk today. Uh, don't sweat it. No. Yeah, the Lanterns has had, are, the Lanterns are doing other things. Green Hour and Black Canary took down neo-Nazi arm stash. So I'm now on my own. It is a, it, it, it is a way that they're trying to write off all the other characters
0: because if you think like all but, these global catastrophes are but happening. It, but
1: it but it does make sense for everybody else to be doing stuff involved within the story. Yeah. And actually it would be cool to see, it would have it been actually really cool to see them doing stuff in like ins but yeah, I digress. You know. Yeah, that would that would have been nice, uh, especially the uh, the Green Arrow neo Nazi clash. Oh, that would have been so cool, Black Canary and oh, But you know cool. what? We got plenty of that in that uh,
0: TV crossover. Oh, which that, I have not seen yet. It's but it's Crisis it's, on Earth X. I heard it's was
1: actually awesome. cool because you don't need to know anything about like pre- previous seasons. It helps. But you can you can literally just jump into that crossover and just get it. And just have a good time. Yeah, it's 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 really fun. I really liked it.
0: Yeah, the uh, I I've, I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. Uh so uh if we're relating any of this to what's happening in real life, riots, uh they said that Flash is dealing with a riot in Paris, riots have been happening everywhere. Uh you know, whether it's uh over overseas people trying to take down uh dictators or political leaders or uh, Or on our home turf where people are exercising their right to free speech and it ends up erupting into um, protest uh, or violence or, you know, what have you. Right. Uh, the lanterns have stopped more catastrophes, so that's kind of lazy, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> they cat- just said, "Oh, the lanterns there." They're just doing it. <laughs> um, we talked about the nuclear waste dumped in the Pacific. Uh, you know, we talked about the environment. That's something that, uh, uh, which very well, uh, Aquaman would be handling. Uh, and we have a uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary right on the surface of it, beating the crap out of these neo Nazis. Yeah. Which, like you said, would have been awesome. <laughs> Oh, and Kara apparently stopped a massive amount of crops from being poisoned.
1: Oh, hey, good for her.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh, and Chinese Superman. Kong Keenan, is that who that is? Yes. I right. have not been following that. but. Uh, he... Me neither, but I heard it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it must be if they've had it going for this long, right? Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been, I have been, I, know him through
1: like, tie-ins, through okay. like, the Superman stuff and the Supergirl stuff. Um, I probably really should get on that, though. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess, you know, it's got to have something. Otherwise, it would have, it would have, probably would have been canceled by now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, apparently, he did the same in China. And then he said, what could possibly compel someone to poison food? Uh, which can be taken, you know, a multitude of ways. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, there could be people that, uh, certain governments that would poison their own people. Or he could just be talking about like, oh, you know, the food industry is so bad and GMOs and all that crap. Right. But, um, yeah. So, uh, so we have this moment, which uh, I was reading this, and it brought tears to my eyes because this is kind of what this is really what Superman is. Uh, he grabs the leader of the you know the the capital upper class, and he grabs the leader of the rebels, and he puts them both on the top of a mountain, and he says, "You need to negotiate and stop killing each other now." Um, and the yeah. one dude, he says, "You know they they wallow in wealth while our children starve." And the other guy says, listen, these people are crude and inferior. They can't work in our industries. And Superman says, then why don't you use your wealth to educate them? Which, right there, let's yeah. just pause that real yeah. quick. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a lot to unpack. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, if we take that to what's happening here, we we talk about like the cost of higher education, and we talk about the privatization of, of education as well. Like, you have private schools where people are getting better educated than others. And uh, it's... I mean, it just... I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Like, right. I don't know how to explain. Like, right? You know why we should have to pay that much for higher education? I don't think you should have to go into college. And it wasn't a thing until recently. Yeah. You know, you know previous generations. Oh, you want to go to college? Sure,
1: go to college. It's yeah, this amount. And then over the years, it's just gotten it's just an exorbitant amount of money.
0: And you have you have people in their forties still paying student loans. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's like you got to be kidding me. Oh well, yeah, one of my <laughs> friends actually. I was at the comic book store with him last week or a couple weeks ago, and he said that like he finally had, and he's I want to say like forty two years old, uh, yeah. and he said, uh, yeah, I'm finally down to six thousand dollars left on my student loans. Oh, like holy it's, shit. It's hard. Yes. Um, you know, but 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 that's really the key, right? The key is yeah. to educate each other. Absolutely. The more we become educated, like you said, you you had more conservative views, and I did too going into college. And I actually didn't grow up uh, super wealthy. I grew up, you know, my uh, my family, is uh, my dad's side is all Latino. Uh, you know, um, which you can't tell because of the way I look. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I've lived with day laborers and stuff. Uh, I've, uh, you know, we, we lived on food stamps most of my life. And yet still going into it, you know, right. going into college, I had all these, you know, misconceptions or preconceived notions, and then just like you, I saw that there were so many different types of people out there and so many different types of experiences. Right. And I actually had more similar experiences with the people of color. Right. And I was like, oh. So, you know, so, that, wow. so there you go. like, but, but that I think that is the key, is that you, you want to educate people. And that there is this whole, I think, this war on intellectualism where uh, they say, oh, well, you know, all oh, you libs went to college and got brainwashed yeah. and stuff like that. It's like, you know. No, they just... Learned. They learn. <laughs> they get, you know, they get smarter. You know? you know, that's that. That's the case. But it's and, tough for everyone to right. learn. And
1: interestingly interesting brought up. I had a recent conversation... I don't know how this. You know, we can always edit this out. <laughs> but um, I had a recent conversation with my uh, with my wrestling friends about how. Why is it that every like intelligent character is always a heel, like? Like uh, you know, wow. like like Chris the ge- like the genius and Jericho and all these characters that have like this, um, uh, uh, Chris Nowinski, you know, like the you know the Harvard character he had. Why is it that all of the educated characters are always the bad guys? Wow, I never thought of right? that, but that's totally correct. And then you have you know uh, Steiner, who he comes from a highly educated university. <laughs> <And it's> like that, <laughs> uh, like yes. that like the whole like that. Like, that whole uh, debate they had with Nowinski and Steiner. Do you remember
0: that? I actually don't... I, I was not into wrestling when it was good. Uh, I well, got it wasn't really that good I at, got into, at, at that point in time. Oh, it was happened. it... Uh, I got into it in the 2000s. That was, like, uh...
1: This was, like, around, like, early... Like, po- like post-attitude, like, post uh, the oh, suppression. Okay. Know, it was right when 9-11 happened, and there, there was the, um, you know, there was a lot of animosity between, you know, people for the war and against the war. And Chris Nowinski, who is the Harvard scholar character, who actually I think actually has a Harvard degree, Huh. Um, and I think yeah, and he he's like, he does like a yeah whatever. So he's he's the one debating against the war in Iraq, and of and of course, who did they get to be pro Iraq war? Who other than Scott Steiner? Scott Steiner sounds about right. And it's and it was just a disaster. And it was it was him actually saying, well, this this then there's Steiner going. We didn't start this. Terrorism started. Swallow you Hollywood n- nuts. And the Dixie, Ch- Dixie Chicks, you kissed my ass.
0: Oh my God. That's, that's pretty oh accurate. Like, oh my
1: God. And of course the fans ate it up. Oh yeah. At the time. And it's like, God, what the hell are they doing?
0: <laughs> well, that's so funny because that goes like into when I said, do you think politics should be in comics? But it's like. I think that social issues are in everything. Yes. You know, any, any form of art that is created... Art is political. Exactly. It mirrors, you know, because it has the, the personal thoughts of the person uh, who's, who's creating it. Yes. And they live at that, you know, in that time, at that place. Uh, so, 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 yeah, Superman is just saying, like, why don't you educate them? And he's talking to the rebel guy. He goes, you got to tell your people they can't just take what they want and they have to be willing to make the best of their lives and learn. And this moment is I welled up reading it because he he says you claim to care about your own children I need you to care about each others. And really that's that's who superman is, right? Yeah. And that's and that's who we should all be. Absolutely. Because that that reminds me right there of like the refugee crisis or or dealing with undocumented immigrants and everything like that or dealing with healthcare and they just go, oh well, you know, I want to make sure that my kid has a good education. Well, this also plays into my my
1: feelings on Superman, the father figure, because basically that whole scene is, is is you know, two you know two kids you know fighting over their toys or yes. whatever. I mean, obviously it's hard to compare, it, but it's it's like a father going to their two sons, you know, taking them in, into the you know into the kitchen or into the side room and saying, you guys need to come up with a compromise. Yes. Very much Superman being the the dad that everyone looks up to is oh, yeah. what that's you know is what to me that scene is that moment is simplified to.
0: Well, I completely you know? agree because I think we want to believe that as adults we're better and we're smarter, uh, but I don't really think we are. Uh, you know, especially when we see the world leaders right now. You know, we see Kim Jong Un and Trump going back and forth.
1: Oh yeah, which is to, uh, powder a powder
0: keg. Yeah, and it's 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 also it's just embarrassing. So so yeah, in a way, it is Superman being the father figure, being the moral uh, uh, compass, and saying like, uh, you need to see, you need to have empathy right. for these other people. You got under, you're not the only person here. Your people aren't the only ones at risk because uh, I know a lot of people that would do anything for their kids. And then even their kids' friends, they'll do stuff for them too, and they'll say, "Oh well, I would want someone to do that for my kids." But forget the, you know, what? Forget the refugees. You know, yeah. it's not like they're coming here because they want to. They would love to stay home, but they can't. Like you, no. you know, you need to care about other people's kids. You need to care about other people. Uh, in my opinion, you just need to do that because it's the right thing. If I were to talk to somebody else about it, I would say, "Okay, are you religious?" Like that's. I think that's the easiest way to appeal to people. Um, you know, I would say, are you religious? And they go, yes. Okay. You would agree that you need to help other people because it's the right thing to do. Right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and I like how you mentioned that they, they're arguing about their toys because there is literally a moment where Superman grabs all of their weapons. That's right. And (laughs) and like, and vehicles and everything. He puts them all in a mountain, heat visions them and explodes them. And he goes, listen, if you're going to fight now, you're going to do it with rocks and sticks. Another reason to find peace. Yeah. And he just gets out of there. (laughs) You know, he kind of, like, had it up to here with them. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed that. Yeah, if you're going to keep, you know, you can't come up with it, I'm just going to take your toys away. That's it. Uh, And nobody wins, you know? Yeah, no one wins, yeah. Uh, uh, Then The rest of the story, uh, for me, I mean, it's cool to see Superman do fun stuff, like, you know... Find Oz's disciples and all the people that. Yeah, are, it does get very, um, you know, like action pack, you know, like yeah. a like
1: adventures of Superman cartoon, yeah. you know, which
0: you know is is okay to an extent. Uh, you know, you it don't takes want, a good it takes a good action break. Yeah, you, you don't know? want you don't want it to be too real. Uh, and Jor El decides to use Superman's own son against it. Uh, you know, Jonathan Kent against him. Yeah, and says like, uh, you know, listen, he's okay with going to this other world. You know, we should go to this other world together. He's like
1: dead that's a kid that what does he know
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly because it's, it's very easy to indoctrinate uh children yeah um and you know what's so funny is that you know jonathan says like if we don't leave everyone's gonna die uh, or you know everyone's going to die we need to leave we need to save ourselves uh but i think superman's whole idea is just that why not prevent this stuff Right. Um and I don't think he says it in the book but that's kind of him in general and I've seen this stuff online too where people say that you know like there's always going to be bad situations we just have to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, which I don't I don't really like you uh you know about the Keaton Jones thing, right? Yes. You know. Keaton yeah, I've Strong. actually been following that pretty pretty closely. Yeah, so pretty you know, you saw this kid was bullied, his mom's a racist, blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, it's well now
1: it's like it's now it's turned into a he said she said this could be that could be yeah. situation where now I've kind of backed off of it and I'm just waiting to see how it ends. how it'll unfold. Yeah, it's been a day and a half, like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and really, and, and at the end of the day, like who really cares? Because it's it's one flower video of a kid. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not going to really make a whole big of a difference. But it is a thing, an interesting thing. I
0: want to take a Huckabee Sanders stance and I'll Uh, Sanders stance, and I'll say it doesn't matter if the video is real. The threat. A bully is real. Yeah. Well, the well, obviously, I mean the, the
1: the thought behind the video is, you know, bu- bullying does suck and it's got to stop. Obviously, yeah. but the actual idea of a parent sitting their kid down while they're in an emotional moment, filming them and exploiting and them. egging them on and exploiting them, it just does. It did not feel right. Does not feel right to me. It didn't feel right to me. The day the video went viral and people were sharing it, yeah. So then when things were coming out that well, the kid was using racial slurs at home, or no, I mean, I'm sorry, at the school. school. The mom is is touting Confederate flags everywhere, and uh, the whole thing that happened with the MMA fighter, which is right now called into question. Yeah, I still don't, I still don't doubt it happened. Yeah, but even take those factors out, at the end of the day, it's still a mom exploiting her son
0: for a personal, for attention and personal gain. Yeah. That's not okay, in my opinion. <laughs> well, no, I agree. And uh, my 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 what I noticed is that a lot of people said, "Listen, bullies are always going to exist. This kid just has to man up and learn how to beat the shit out of them." And and not you know, so much. It's <laughs> it,
1: well, obviously. I mean, you should learn to stand up for yourself and you, and grow as a person. Obviously, but you gotta. There has to be. Combining factors, you need to have people in your life that will remind you that you're not alone. Yeah, that you're still loved. You know, that's what you need, and that's what you need to. Rem- that kids who get bullied need to remind themselves. And through the bullying, I don't. I'm not saying you should go out and you know, you know, take MMA cl- You know, yeah, karate classes and beat them up in the hallway because yeah. then you'll go to the principal's office. Exactly. But it should give you a drive. To better yourself. In some way, yeah. In some way. I mean, obviously, you know, don't, you know, succumb to their shit.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, I mean, the thing, you know, the thing that, um, I mean, I have a lot, I have a lot of feelings about that, but I, I think you can equate that to almost anything where there's a victim and an aggressor, right? Yeah. You know, you can't, like, it's so much easier for people to just say, like, oh, well, um, like, you know, when victim blaming happens to victims of sexual assault, like, yeah. how about just don't be rapists and don't raise rapists? like exactly you know it's and it's i know it's easy to be like oh you should beat that kid up but yes you're right there are always going to be bullies get rid of bullies like you know well, what's that's the, the source thing, though,
1: the, the solution can't be i'm gonna it would be nice if we can go back to the 1950s and if you had a problem you just can handle and fist the cuffs you know? yeah like, and then you it know, would be nice to, to think that way but nowadays mutual respect now there's school shooting there's there's, there's there's schools with no tolerance policies. You can get kicked out of school, mm-hmm. or if you're an adult, you get into a fight. You're gonna get your ass sued. Yes, you know that's your whole life right there. And it's interesting because actually, I was having a back and forth about about you know current bullying and how I'm assuming you've seen Spider-Man: Homecoming, right? Yes. A lot of people have a problem. Seem to have a problem with I don't know the actor's name, but the kid playing Flash Thompson. Yes. Where he's not Flash Thompson. Supposed to be this big jock hulking you know mean guy who beats peter up or well, well, you still out. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing that was the old stereotype of bullies where it's all physical. Nowadays it's not that anymore. The modern bully today is the the internet trolls yes. and social 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 media um, gossiping and spreading rumors and it's all verbal and mental. Yeah. it's not physical anymore. So actually, I love Flash in the new Spider-Man movie. I mean, that because that's exactly what he needed to be. Well, it was ref- it was reflecting the modern bully. Yes. And I wish more people shared shared that opinion of mine, you know, because... Well, I do, Tom. Oh, thank <laughs> you. But that's literally <laughs> what it is. I mean, um, I mean, I work in a school district and you, you just see it. There's never any fights that actually break out. It's just kids just being just cruel and just really mean and... If you can't, you know, obviously you can't punch back. The only thing you can do is just have either have the wit to talk back and to prove them wrong, or uh,
0: let it roll off the shoulder. Oh yeah, I mean, and that's you know? it's 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 a tough call because, I yeah, like back then when Spider Man was first invented, uh, you had uh, yeah the bully would beat you up, and then you know hopefully you could beat that bully back up again. But now you know the bully harasses you constantly online 24 7 yeah you know there's no escape from it everyone else starts harassing you and then you kill yourself yeah and it's do- like yeah. and it doesn't have to be and and, <laughs> and physical prowess is an effect fa- doesn't
1: play a factor anymore no in fact most kids in my experiences most kids who are bullies that i've seen aren't these big hulking tough guys anymore
0: that's true those are
1: the those kids are the athletes on sports teams that are trying to keep a decent G- GPA and a good record so they can continue to play sports so they don't get detention, yeah, or they don't successful. get kicked out of
0: school and get a good college rep, you know. Yeah, that's exactly. It. Yeah, I, I know personally when I uh, when I learned how to fight, I started taking martial arts at twelve, and that was like, that was my whole life course. That's what changed my life, and I got into not since then I, since I was confident in myself, I hadn't gotten into a single fight because I I didn't have to. Yeah, you, you know do what you I know. mean like I know how to talk my way out of it or just remove myself from the situation yeah. now obviously that's not to say that you know anyone who doesn't know how to do that that they deserve to get bullied or you know no. oppressed obviously but you know I'm just saying like it, it's it's not this physical thing and that you know whenever you see those guys that are like oh they better toughen up blah 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 like well watch your toxic masculinity because yeah. you know you never know when that kid's gonna toughen up walk into school with a firearm and be like okay guess right. what I'm fighting back like oh crap they you know. they do harm to others or they harm themselves. Yeah, there's other coping mechanisms, you know. Um, so <laughs> kind of related to I guess, anyway, the situation. Back to Superman. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of journal yeah. says people are garbage and we're better off not being around them. Uh, and Superman says no, there's there's hope. And if and if guess what? If this planet goes down, I'm going down with it. Um, and I don't think he says that exactly, but <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's the you know that's the general. He sense also of
1: it. sees the room that uh nixia spit was in oh that's which right which was cool which which probably um out of the the rebirth stuff was probably my favorite
0: thing they've done thus far like he um, was in this room it's and all like great he but superman to save him or something i didn't actually read that oh it's oh
1: you gotta go back and read that <laughs> okay. it, it basically rearranged the rebirth mythos to fit um a kind of blend uh Uh, post-crisis like you know post-crisis superman and uh, new 52 superman to kind of give it more of a continuity um but yeah but there's a lot of cool like twists and turns in it that if you've been reading it
0: it's really cool oh Oh, by the way as a bit how do you pronounce mixius Spitlick? uh i pronounce it mixius lick spit uh because that's how he broke it down in the animated series yes yeah (laughs) some people just say mixleplick
1: Oh, that drives me bonkers. Yeah. I mean it that's shouldn't kind of how because it's it's,
0: at the end of the day it's stupid. Yeah. But <laughs> but I pronounce it Mixia Spitlick. Mixia yeah. just
1: lick spit. Yeah, I do lick spit I lick. say Mixia, Mixia Spitlick, because yes, in the animated series that's how he breaks it down. Okay. And I trust the way the animated series pronounces it because those were made that that show is made by people who are Superman
0: historians. What ends up happening, I'm not sure if there's any sort of uh imagery to this. So or not. Yeah, so basically Superman goes back to that plane to meet Jor-el.
1: They have a a, kind of like a not like a physical throwdown, but like a verbal throwdown about everything. And you know, Superman, like I said, always sticks to his principles. And he this whole time Jor-el's been holding this this staff, this regal staff that has like an axe at the end of it, like a sickle. And towards the end, Superman instead of lashing out and you know punching his dad in the face, he breaks the sickle, which. This is where the story kind of gets a little weak. I I think yeah because after he breaks it, Jarell explains that it 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 kept his it kept his mind kind of in line, and he said this whole time my brain was being affected by the kryptonite after krypton exploded. I've be I've been controlled by a a, a bigger being than me, so it's kind of a cop out for I guess the people who didn't like the idea of Jarrell being a bad guy quote
0: unquote yeah A bad guy yeah because he, he I mean the thing is like well you know we'll go to that but but yeah you're right it kind of is a cop out because um you know some of the best villains are the ones that are justified and I think yeah. you know Geralt had a point and even if he was radicalized his way back would have been yeah. an, another awesome and story, and it makes
1: and it makes sense for Jarrell. It gives yeah. him a, another dimension.
0: It absolutely did. You know, he didn't have. He came here as an adult and he saw the worst. Yeah. Uh, you know, and as children, were supposed to see the best and everything, and as adults, we're so much more skeptical.
1: I have a good feeling though that was somebody, and that was some somebody in the D, in the higher some DC higher up telling Jurgens to. I have a I don't I have a feeling that was somebody else who who gave him yeah. that idea.
0: Don't make Drell a bad guy. Yeah, I and
1: mean, well, that that happens, you know. That a lot of, a lot of writers have these ideals that are molded a little differently for 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 the executives. Yeah. The, the executive ideals. I have a feeling that was something that well anyway. It doesn't it doesn't ruin the whole rest of the, the comic. Um, yeah. It doesn't ruin the rest of the thing. It's it still holds up very 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 well.
0: Especially in the, the last on the last page. There's an entire page of him, uh, which I, I took it as he's using his super hearing. Yes. And he's hearing all these That's different right. things that are happening. And this, it takes you right back to the real world because all this stuff is literally happening. I'll just read a few of them because the page is full. Where um, It says uh, police officers ambushed in their squad cars while, return- while responding to a call. But then there's the other one that says where police have reportedly shot an unarmed man. Uh, And then, uh, looters once again tore apart homes in a flood-ravaged city. Another one says, more prison than school, Uh, suicide rate among veterans, uh, southern church firebomb, rampant gang activity, terrorizing the neighborhood, limiting freedom of speech, round of layoffs, uh, hate crime, hate speech, shootings, victimized, robbery, prison riot, violation of child labor laws, increasing rate of violence. Ho- uh, hopeful immigrants suffocated Jesus Christ yeah. hopeful immigrants suffocated in a sweltering truck when it was abandoned um, bedridden nursing home patients died from neglect like yeah, I'm gonna say it he's, this. he's <laughs> kind of
1: taken all this negative energy in Well, after all this stuff has gone down and a- after all these horrible things have going on Superman stops and kind of reflects over all of it and is just saying how oh man this that's everything's horrible and he's he sits there you know taking it back lois says clark are you okay superman says people are losing hope lois he starts to float jonathan says where are you going dad back to work that's and i I was like i got chills i was like yes Nothing, and that's what's so great about Superman. Nothing can bring this guy down, you know? And it's like, oh, good for you. (laughs) Keep going, man. Well, that's the thing. Like,
0: just when it's it's easy to break. And the thing is, like, oh, he has all these powers. Like, yes, physically he cannot be hurt. But he's so much more human than so many other people. Right. You know, and and that's it. Uh, You know, and that's really what makes him. Well, yeah, what, what makes Superman
1: isn't his feats of strength and all this, you know, powers. It's who he is and how he handles them. That's, you know... And a lot of... And this is actually going back to way early on about, you know, Superman being born and stuff. That's what intrigues me about Superman the most. And I, and if, I think if more people understood that and not followed this
0: thing of, oh, he's, he's overpowered or whatever, I think they would understand it more. That takes so much more strength, not of physical prowess, but of character, to hear... Uh, you know to hear all that and to hear uh, this situation is described as beyond hope to hear that and say you know what it's my job to help restore that hope right. Um, and I think in a way like if we were to take something away from this uh, because I have to work hard to find it uh, you know an important theme an important takeaway in all these stories is that a lot of times we may find ourselves with that staff of Jorel that we're constantly holding it. we're constantly criticizing things and we're seeing the negativity. Um and in things and sometimes we just have to break it, right? And I know it's hard to nowadays, but that was really good, you know, right? That was I just came up with that. I was like, nice. It actually uh, makes me appreciate the ending a little more. than that. Yeah, <laughs> after <you> said that, <laughs> we'll have to talk a Martha moment at another day. Uh. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, like especially now, the day that we're recording this, the night that we're recording this is the election in Alabama, right? And. There's Doug Jones, the man who prosecuted the KKK for murdering four girls and there's Roy Moore, the man who's being accused of uh, you know sexual assault in so many degrees by so many people and the race is a lot closer than we would have liked it to be right And you know, come on people. how do you keep how do you keep hope? How do you keep hope in this world? like right. I don't know where's our Superman and you just gotta keep going. That's the best you can do really. That's that's really it. Now, uh, now to follow up on on that, uh, kind of as our closing statements, what is one thing that you would recommend? Something that you've been reading, watching, listening to, an activity you've been doing. What's something that you would? Oh. Um, recommend. Uh, and it kind of goes into my my recommendation, but. Um, to, oh. To I, did, I, just, I did not. Well, you did mention this before, but I didn't actually prepare.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean it's crazy cuz I just, you know, I I just I just got
0: married. I am very happy. That's awesome. Um so we should get married. Is I what guess you're I,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, the people who matter in your life, keep them close and don't let them go.
0: That's a, I know I, that
1: sounds very 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 simple, but at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the people that do you wrong or that they they it's all shit. You know, and it's and it's something that is just gonna blow over, but the people that you're that are in your lives, whether it be your friends, your family, always keep them close, especially around the holidays.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like that. You know, because it's like it's very easy to focus on the people that don't matter yeah. and to focus on the shit. So my suggestion actually was gonna be, um, because I I I am very, uh, I try to stay as woke as I can yeah uh but unfortunately that comes with a lot you know just like with superman and his you know keeping his ears out everywhere He hears all this negative stuff that's going on it's hard to stay positive but uh i, I would suggest i mean obviously you know watching you you know do something that that makes you comfortable especially at the end of the day you you spent you know you have a hard day working it's easy to just kind of relax and get you know tuned into the tv or whatever else you're doing but um you know, just, I think if you put an effort into something that makes you happy, like actively, like I've gotten back into drawing and it's this Excellent. amazing uh, therapy for me. And like, it, I really feel like I've accomplished something that I'm not just a drone to the workforce, uh, that, you know, when I am getting time to be creative on my own, I'm doing something for me. Excellent. And, uh, you know, everybody has that. It could be drawing, it could be writing, it could Exercise. Be, it could be exercising yeah. too. Uh, clearly, that's not it for me, but uh, what? but it could nah, be. I, I've seen it on Facebook with your, with your gym stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't been to the great. gym for like a couple months, but you know, but it's, I'll put up a pic every once in a while. But uh, I'll take it. Um, but yeah, so uh, overall, you know, it's it's five issues, the Oz effect. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, give it a, give it a read. I think it's always important uh, to uh, to to take in a, a special theme in whatever yeah. kind of media you're taking it. Yeah,
1: I think if you wanted to jump into the Superman rebirth stuff. This is probably the the deepest out of the, the deepest arc they've done thus far. Um honestly, I can rem- I can recommend the the whole thing. I think oh, the yeah. whole thing has been awesome. So especially as a Superman fan. Yeah. And even for people that it's that Superman isn't their number one favorite, they when they've picked up on it, they've had nothing but good things to say. But if you want to, you know, skip there's so
0: much of it. But if you want to skip to the the heaviest one, this is the one to go to. All right. Yeah. Excellent. So, you know, go pick it up. If you pick up the individual issues, they have lenticular covers, which are like holographic. So those are fun. Yeah. Although they're a dollar extra. So uh... that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. So for the Politipop podcast, I've been Mike Booch. And I'm Tom Sarabian. And thank you very much for listening. Uh, remember, no matter what you're reading, watching, listening to, taking in, Never stop thinking, never stop learning, and read between the lines. A little update to this most recent episode. Uh, while it was recorded on the night that the election in Alabama was going on, we shortly found the next day that uh, Doug Jones won the election and Roy Moore was not elected. I had been of a very pessimistic mindset and kind of holding that staff of Jorel, as I do tend to do, Uh, Since then, there have been a lot of other things that have happened. As you probably know if you're listening to this just after it comes out, there have been shootings, acts of violence, marches, protests. But uh, contrary to what I believe the night that I recorded this and believing that people are just garbage, I do think that it's important for us to not lose hope, do our part, and to get back to work. The Politipop Podcast is recorded before no studio audience and is written and produced by Mike Butch. Special thanks to Antonia Little for logo design. Reach out to us on Twitter at PolitipopPod. Send your thoughts and suggestions to politipopcast at gmail.com. And check out our show notes and sources by visiting politipoppodcast.wordpress.com. And man, that is a mouthful. Lastly, please rate and review us on iTunes to let us know what you think of the show. As a special thanks for listening, stick around for some post-credit outtakes. Come on, he's still got some higher brain. Yeah, function.
1: further giving kids more nightmares about that, that movie Superman was,
0: flying down and killing people. Yeah, that movie was full of nightmares. Uh, I, The one thing I, I... I mean, there are parts of it that I really enjoyed. Batman... But also that uh, they actually addressed the damage of Metropolis. Yeah. Um, Well, they didn't. Batman addressed it. The court addressed him apparently shooting people in Africa. Which, why would Superman use guns to shoot people? It's not a perfect film, I'll say that. I know (laughs) in the extended,
1: which I'll admit I have not seen the extended cut, but I've... I've been recommended with people saying, "Tom, don't bother it. Just it just
0: basically prolongs the inevitable." It clears up some stuff, but even I, then, it, it more questions than than answers. Yeah, I I
1: understand that they explain something with them dying with heat vision or whatever. Um, yeah, but I, really, it's like.
0: Okay. let me save this while it's going. Okay, I know there's <coughs> there's trains. So yeah, it'll do it. will actually it'll pick up the train. Oh. So that's why I want to. Say.
1: Um, Try this to keep going.
0: Mm. Wait till the train goes. Okay. We were talking about the damage in. Uh, talking about Africa. <laughs> superman <laughs> in Africa. Yeah. Um, no, nope, still still
1: training there. Yeah, this is good because it gives me a chance to like kind of collect, no, collect it's cool. my thoughts because I'm just like a uh, like a machine gun. Um. <laughs> That's good. When you talk yeah. about something you like, you know? yeah, something you love. All right. Good. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, so that happened with, I guess someone, you know, Lex obviously pinning Superman to blame for the deaths of those soldiers. Meanwhile, Batman is the one that seems all all annoyed and upset about the destruction of Metropolis, 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 <laughs> which he absolutely should be. Yes. However, later on in the movie, you see him driving the Batmobile, and downtown Gotham is like all hell's broken loose. There's there's buildings crumbling off the sides. There's cars smashing. And it's like... <laughs> guy, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, okay, you hate this guy for destroying stuff, but you want to, you know, avoid, obey the laws of the road?
0: Yeah. Just like Christian
1: Bale did that and, you know, everyone seemed to be okay you know, Batman Begins. He's, he's, he's flying on rooftops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But only difference was nobody was like, Getting into car fatal car accidents and getting yeah. decapitated. Eventually, while,
0: you know, he was on the motorcycle. He messed up some people's side view mirrors, but you know, he didn't. Ah, insurance will cover that. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, and then, and then, like, and then, doesn't Superman? Yeah, Superman interrupts that whole situation, right? Just to call out Batman, but all those other bad guys, they just let go. All those other bad <laughs> guys that actually have the one thing that can kill Superman. Yeah, Superman's like, eh, screw it. Yeah, this guy who's dressed up like a bat with the ears, he's more important. Yeah, the hell with them. Um,
1: <laughs> well. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, you can tell that whatever whatever cut they had before, there was you know whatever they did with Superman, they obviously had to reshoot everything because it's Caviel in that uh, with that terrible terrible must CG. Yep, you know it, it's it's terrible, but it's not like it's in one scene and then another scene is like regular. It's in every single scene Superman's in, so it makes you wonder what the hell did they do.
0: Originally, like, how yeah. did they
1: screw this up?
0: It's oh my god, yeah. So, uh, so, so we discussed this, uh, this, this journey into a dark or uh, a dark or, <laughs> yeah, it's like parkour, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, <clears throat> what the fuck were you we talking about? <laughs> I literally just started recording at that moment. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh. so I actually didn't even think about that until you mentioned it yeah. that was a very good I actually didn't even think about it I actually didn't even think about it until you mentioned it but I think that that's a very good comparison yeah I mean that's that's yeah we want to believe that as adults we're better I'm so sad. <laughs> you've been making noise the whole time <laughs> we're over it that was <laughs> um, you know. oh, well I mean then again think of your Raz al Ghul Ra's al Ghul, well yeah well, that's another thing in,
1: <laughs> and everything except the animated series they always pronounce it Raj
0: yeah. and in
1: the show in that show it's Raish and Denny O'Neill has been on, went on record saying oh it's supposed to be Raish.
0: yeah well they ended up uh, fixing it in Batman Beyond he said, like, oh, actually, it was pronounced or I think they said something like that in the back of right. the past episodes. So, yeah, that's right. They, and, they, they, and in Batman and Beyond, it, they said
1: raish And in a Superman-Batman cro- crossover, it's pronounced Raish too. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I do not know that
0: they changed it that early on.
1: Yes. Um, so, anyway, yeah, growing up... Do you, do you remember the Superboy TV show of the... With... With... Heinz with, uh, Newton in it? No. With John Heinz Newton? Okay. And the not. first season the first season, they introduced Mixus Pitlick. Oh. But it was pronounced... But they pronounced it Mixus Pitlick. And for the longest time, that's how I would say it, until the animated series. Interesting. I mean, it's
0: closer, I guess. Yeah. Um, So, well, yeah, that's... I mean, the point of Superman is that, you know, when you're bulletproof, the bullets hit everyone else around you.
1: Right. You know? Right. Also random, but doesn't it kind of bother you where, like... You'll have people who love Thor, and they'll love the Hulk, and they'll love um, Martian Manhunter, uh, The Flash, Wonder Woman. All these characters with these super-duper powers where one can change time, the time, and one can lift anything.
0: <laughs> but Superman is the guy who's overpowered and that you don't like. Well, I never understood that. The thing is that for doing the same work Wonder Woman still gets paid 70% of what Superman earns. Ah oh, there it's it like is. like that's her weakness. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, no you absolutely yeah I, I, I completely agree with you you know everyone is like so overpowered but like they all have their own thing and they just can't see it with him. A lot of it has to do with Superman being the icon who he is and that's the person
1: everybody equates to so it leaves more room open for he's the baby face for yeah yeah he, he leaves more op- more room open for being criticized yes yeah you know, cuz we know who Martian Manhunter is but the guy some someone out down
0: the street may not know. Yeah, like just watched a cartoon once, you know. Yeah. Was... Well, um if you're listening to this, try uh, getting married.
1: Yeah, I mean it's um uh, but you're but you mean like what what's like a thi- like a thing that you can pick up on or and recommend, right? Yeah.
0: Um or it could just be like you know the act of uh you know find like you know you mentioned oh i just got married it could be you finding that one person that kind of helps you escape from it, the shit of the world yeah <laughs> or reading a cool book uh, <laughs> reading a cool yeah um what's something that you've been yeah that you suggest to listeners <laughs> i wish i had thought about this a little more no problem I will- um, for the Politipop podcast, I've been Mike Booch and you've been. Tom. Just serene. There you go. I can say, go. say my first last name. Who cares? All right, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's sign off one more time. Okay. okay. All right, I'm going to say I've been Mike Booch and then you say, and I've been who I am. Okay. okay? All right.